There are shows in this world that we will never fully understand, understand, except Ghost Adventures. We have watched every episode to build our obsession, our fandom, watching alongside each other because no one we know really gives a damn, gives a damn. Watching Zack and crew catch groundbreaking proof of the paranormal, inspiring us to explore our own interest in otherworldly phenomena. This is our podcast. We are Paranormal Kuntas. Here we go, here we go, yeah, here we go yeah, one time. Yeah, here we yeah, go, here yeah, we go. Give yeah, it up, give yeah. it up. Here we are, here we are. Let's yeah, do this. Yeah. 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 What up, what up? <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, Leah. And it's me, Bethany. And we're the Paranormal Puthas here another week with you guys. Gonna talk a little ghost adventure. Ghost adventure. Ghost adventure. <laughs> so we are on season two, episode five, which is the Birdcage Theater. And it aired on July 3rd. 2009. 2009. <laughs> so a little bit about the uh, Birdcage. The Birdcage Theater opened on December 26th in 1881. It was owned by Lottie and Billy Hutchinson. Hutchinson, a variety performer, originally intended to present respectable family shows like he'd seen in San Francisco that were thronged by large crowds. After the theater opened, they hosted a ladies' night for the respectable women of Tombstone. Oh, what a night. Who could only attend for free. (laughs) (laughs) But the economics of Tombstone didn't support their aspirations. They soon canceled the ladies' night. And began offering baser entertainment entertainment that appealed to a rough mining crowd. (laughs) (laughs) So it went from having like a ladies' night for like rich bitches to being a fucking prostitution. Yeah, like like, these rich women are doing nothing for us. Okay, we're letting them in for free. You know what? (laughs) We're just gonna set up little bird cages and And we're gonna uh, sell your ass. (laughs) Basically, yes, that's what happened. Uh, let's see. What else do we know? Well, uh, right. So it became uh, an entertainment uh, saloon, right? Yeah. Everybody going there, having a good time, playing poker, uh, living that wild, wild west life. Yeah. Um, and of course, we're, we're in Tombstone. So there's already a lot of history around the town, a lot of death, murder, a lot of uh, gunfighting going yeah. on uh, in the great city of Tombstone, so or town of Tombstone, so a lot of history around Birdcage. Yeah, it, uh, Tombstone was one of the last like boom towns in American frontier times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it grew um, significantly in the mid-1880s due to like the local mines that produced 40 to 85 million in silver. Making that money. Making that money. Why not? Living that life. Those natural resources. (laughs) (laughs) Enough money and enough significance to later become a motion picture starring one Val Kilmer. (laughs) Robin Williams, right? No, I don't think Robin Williams was in Tombstone. Oh, I was thinking of Birdcage. I was like, what is she talking about? I love how we went to two different places. It was Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer in Tombstone. tombstone And a couple others. um, 
but Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer is all you really need to, yeah. need to know. Kurt's the man. <laughs> Kurt's so Val, though. The man. Uh, anywho, so we're at Birdcage Theater. We're in Tombstone. <laughs> uh, one of the first guys in uh, in the interview with Zach and crew is Leroy, and I guess he's kind of the manager of the site. Leroy's older man. He's really thriving in this tombstone environment. Mm-hmm, like he's mm-hmm. got his uh, leather vest, yes. his western shirt, mm. his cowboy hat, and mm. he is just about this mm. life. Mm. Yes. He is not tombstone. Tombstone is him, and it's just <laughs> like they are one. Um, but Leroy claims, right? Zach's, of course, like, hey, we're here uh, to investigate the paranormal uh, of this theater, and Leroy's like, uh yeah uh we definitely got it we he's been touched tapped on the shoulder and i think zach uh early on makes the comment you know well that's why we're here is we were told physical touch happens here at bird cage and that's uh what zach is really after in this episode really after the physical yeah. touch from the uh young ladies of the birdcage theater. Zach is such a creep in this episode. Such a creep. Such His hard on for ghost, Bro. like bone and ghost or touching ghost or sexual ghost shit is just ridiculous in these early years. Like, it's funny, but it's like, bro, okay, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> he probably watched Ghostbusters too much when he was a kid and was like, oh, shit. That's cool. That's what happens. <laughs> Bustin' my smoothie. I cracked myself up. But so Zach gets really hyped about that, and Leroy's like, yeah, it happens. So, yeah. Well, a lot of the people that work at the birdcage uh, experience a lot of paranormal activity. Um, there was Ruth, one of the employees who saw a woman like float down the stairs. She said it was like running down the stairs, but she couldn't tell if it was floating down the stairs. Either way, she saw like a full bodied apparition um, come down the stairs. Uh, yeah. Is this uh, and I think they we kind of flesh out this story and it becomes the lady in white. Um, another employee of the birdcage. I'm going to call him Leroy Jr. Because <laughs> it looks just like Leroy, but it's not, it is not Leroy. Um, but he, he says that the apparition of the woman in white is so clear and so solid that he thought it was a real woman, uh, in the, in the building. Uh, another employee, Nova, uh, claims to have seen the same thing. And they actually took a picture of the staircase where they captured a white mist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach said it looks like it was a young woman holding a purse, but the employees think that it's more of a woman uh, holding the skirt of her dress up mm-hmm. as she's coming down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and given that we're in the 1800s, that's kind of, um, I think that makes a lot of sense. And and the picture looks really great. It was a really cool piece of evidence that mm-hmm. they have in the birdcage to support uh what they what they claim to see yeah uh one employee also said that she saw an apparition of a woman on the catwalk in like 1800s undergarments opening a curtain oh yeah 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 and that's a that's a great moment in the episode because we talk about seeing an apparition right in her in her little chones and she's running around and zach then gets a little tickle in his mons pubis area (laughs) (laughs) it's just right above the goods right and he's like oh something touched me right here and it's he, he's such a creep about it but he's like <laughs> like he, yeah. he's he's very much really into the fact 
that he just felt something touch the mons pubis. <laughs> you area. just love that I word. I just love the it's word. It's such a funny word. <laughs> when we saw that part, I wrote down that it touched his groin, and Leo was like, it was his mons <laughs> pubis. <laughs> like, immediately corrected me. Like, okay, fucking Grey's Anatomy over here. <laughs> a mons pubis. <laughs> I just think it's a funny word. It is, uh, it's a really good word. So, but but he really liked it. So, uh, just a heads up uh, if you're around Zach. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Be a ghost if you want to get some. Um, one thing that we didn't really mention about the birdcage and its setup is that there are 14 like booths on the upper level that they call the bird cages. And this is where uh, women would, quote, entertain with champagne mm. kisses. And caviar <laughs> dreams. <laughs> no, not the same thing. Uh-oh. No. Uh, no, it is not. <laughs> yeah, but the champagne room, that's kind of crazy that they yeah. said champagne kisses, kisses, excuse me, because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah the champagne kisses but there's now champagne rooms and yeah. strip clubs like yeah. that's what they're called uh-huh. you know so that's just uh, song always, yeah i love the, <laughs> the no sex in, in the, the champagne, champagne room, room. Yeah. absolutely positively no sex in the champagne room Ow. except that that's what people go to the champagne, champagne room for, for so. it's 100 percent for fucking yeah. so <laughs> So, you know, that was happening at the birdcage. Oh, upper levels, upper levels. Another cool thing about the birdcage is that it apparently housed the longest playing poker game in like history. This game apparently lasted eight years, five months and three days Mm -hmm. like straight. Like it was a nonstop playing um it was a thousand dollars to buy into the table uh back in the day and that apparently is equivalent at at the time of the interview right so we're in 2009 so at the time of the interview that was equivalent to thirty thousand dollars we're in 2021 right now so uh y'all can do the math on that shit but it's way more than thirty thousand dollars at this point yeah (laughs) considering that math yeah it was from 2009 yeah um it is also estimated that about 10 million dollars was exchanged on that poker table yeah and that fucking eight years and the game would go 24 hours a day seven days a week complete continuous play yeah it's pretty brutal and to think about that um the employees and Leroy Wright, they're now claiming to hear uh, glasses clinking or clanking and people still playing the game, uh, cards, poker chips. Um, and you think, hell, that game went on for the better part of a decade. I'm sure there's still mm-hmm. a lot of residual energy around that. So that's a really cool trigger object to have in such an old building with already such great history. Oh, yeah. The poker yeah. table for sure. Yeah, that was that poker table is legit. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about Black Mariah? The stagecoach. Oh, yeah. So Black Mariah is the name of the stagecoach that apparently carried hundreds of bodies. Uh, The way Leroy puts it, because Zach was like, oh, you know, how many bodies would you would you think? And Leroy is like, well, considering Tombstone ate a cowboy for breakfast, uh, you know, a lot of bodies. So he's he's saying every day somebody or multiple people were dying in this town. Um, So this stagecoach for the better part of 40 years carried at least a body a day that's insane Mm -hmm. yeah and they now have that stagecoach in the birdcage yeah and they say that they get a lot of like evps and cursing evps around that stagecoach 
So after we see Black Mariah, the stagecoach, the guys uh, find themselves, because we're in Tombstone, right? They find themselves riding some horses. And I think it's hilarious because <laughs> as they're like galloping along the way with every little gallop, Nick's like, this hurts, this hurts, this hurts. Shut the fuck up, Nick. <laughs> Ride the goddamn horse. Um, but any hoots, the guys are on the horse. They, they make their way over to... I believe it was Brunkhouse yeah, Cabin. Brunkhouse. Brunkhouse Cabin. Brunkhouse. Brunkhouse. Yeah. B-R-U-N-C-K-O-W apostrophe S. <laughs> oh, love. <Cabin. laughs> well, we're at this cabin, all right? That's apparently rumored to have bodies buried underneath the foundation, and it's surrounded by uh, apparently a lot of unmarked graves mm-hmm. um, is there's, there's this really cool part where Zach um, ties a rope around his waist to enter an abandoned mine out there in the area where people claim to hear screaming. Uh, Zach goes down there, does a little provoking or really just saying, Hey, we're making our way to the bird cage. If you want to follow us there, it's going to be a great night, you know, come on, let's party at the bird cage. Um, so he invites the spirits to tag along and we're wrapping up the pre-investigation, making our way to the lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. When they were on the horses, uh, Zach said that they were looking for like that. What They came across a pile of rubble and they were like, this, he was like, this is what we're looking for. Yeah. Brunkow's cabin. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes on to to talk about like what Leah's, Leah uh, previously mentioned. Um, but Brunkow's cabin was a historic cabin. um, kind of southwest of Tombstone, and it was said to be the bloodiest cabin in Arizona history because between 1860 and 1890, at least 21 people were killed there, many of whom were buried on site. Like Leah said, they had those unmarked graves. Um, But as of, you know, 2009 and probably today, (laughs) there's not a lot of cabin there. It is just like this pile of rubble, Um, and a few unmarked graves have been identified but um because of like the vandalism and theft and erosion the site is super damaged oh yeah oh yeah but it was a a really good way to kind of wrap up uh with the pre-investigation they they tend to step outside of the main investigation pretty Mm -hmm. regularly just to kind of get more history of the area and i really appreciate that because i think it's like it's not just this one building and you know it expands to a, a 5 10 15 mile radius like just the area itself has yeah. so much history so it's really cool when they take the time to do things like that i think and um what i think is really funny is as they're getting ready right before the lockdown zach and and he says no pun intended right but 100 percent puns intended because Always he's intended. like all right we got our ex cams let's saddle up <laughs> No pun intended. Like, Zach, shut up. That was was the best. What are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, And then he's like, let's get us uh, some wild, wild spirits. (laughs) Some wild, wild west spirits. Um, So I think that might wrap up the history and pre-investigation. Oh, wait. There was one thing that we didn't mention. I'm a liar. that wine cellar with the the butt naked (gasps) lady. Oh, my And Zach was like, I really, really, really 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 (laughs) want to capture that like he got so fucking like stoked (laughs) because he wanted to see a butt naked apparition a butt naked apparition that's kind of freaky like that's super freaky like ghosts okay scary but butt naked ghosts like 
I don't know what I'd do, man. But Zach uh, apparently has a, an idea of what he would do. <laughs> and he was really down. Was uh, really like so. instantly said, uh, Aaron, we have to set up an X cam right here because I really want to capture that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, good point. We forgot about the wine cellar and the butt naked ghost. Yeah. Did I forget anything else? No, that's it. I'm sorry. It <laughs> no. was just so ridiculous because Zach is so pervy this episode. I had to mention it. Oh, yeah. He's such a perv in this episode. Um, so, <laughs> all right. That's the history. We're getting ready to be locked down into the birdcage. So you know what time it is. so excited for this oh, no. um but honorable haunt skimpy scares we're gonna start with the skimpies leave the juicies for the end as always as always so a couple skimpies there were a couple skimpies in this episode yeah. it was no magnolia plantation i'll no. tell you that so this one was a little underwhelming honestly. so we got some good stuff but let's start with the skimpy some of my first ones i think it's funny zach starts out the investigation speaking to an unidentified human skull mm-hmm. uh just kind of saying hey you know if you want to if you want to let me know who you are i'm here uh, trying to uh, stir up things as they're getting ready to investigate. And it's funny, but also probably something that I would never do. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't see myself going up to a school and being like, hey, <laughs> if you... If you want to, if you want to make yourself uh, known to me, I'm here. But you know, yeah, you know. But Zach does it, and uh, and I put it in the skimpies because it's still just it's 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 a creep factor. Yeah, it's totally fucking creepy. It's super weird. I I don't know. I don't think I could do that either. Um, for me, one of the first skimpies that I I wrote down was they're in the the. the main like saloon and Zach is like shooting blanks which cracks me <laughs> up <laughs> Zach's over here shooting blanks everywhere <laughs> um, and then Aaron feels something tugging on his flashlight and um, and Zach is like oh I wonder if that's a ghost pulling on your flashlight because they think it's a gun oh, yeah. and they're trying to shoot me. Yeah. Um, again, it's not something that we got to see, so that's why I do it as a skimpy, but it was an interesting moment because Zach was shooting off that little gun. <laughs> yeah, no, so so they use this fake gun or this uh, blank gun as a trigger object within the birdcage, right? Because a lot of people were being shot in the saloon. That was just how it went. Um, but also at the same time that he's doing this, he also claims to hear a man's voice, but it's not captured on audio through EVP. It's not captured through the video audio. So we don't hear it, but Nick and Aaron and, and Zach are really convinced that they just heard a man's voice right after he's done shooting those blanks and uh (laughs) um and and again i don't doubt i don't doubt it but we didn't hear it so skimpy for me um and he also gets some chills right around that point or like they're in the area of the stagecoach when he's shooting the gun um and he's like it feels like 50 people are like watching me right now and he freaks out he's like whoa what chill just went right through me bro and uh (laughs) cool awesome i'm excited it's hyping us up uh but skimpy because we didn't catch anything with any of the tech and um it's just hearsay 
(laughs) (laughs) It's just hearsay. (laughs) There was one for me that just really, I just, it was so skimpy. (laughs) They were, um, what area had all the pictures? It was like. Uh, It was in the hallway of the soil doves, uh, what they called the ladies of the the night. Yeah. Yeah. So they had all these pictures Uh of of the the ladies. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And Zach was, I mean, first off, being a total dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Mega it? Mega dick face during this. Like, he's looking at the picture of these women who used to have to sell their bodies. And he's looking at them and he's like, you're a beautiful woman. And then he moves to the next one and he's like, you're very pretty. <laughs> and then he, he moves, moves to, to the, the next, next one. one. He's like, you're okay. Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> Whoa, bro. <laughs> he's totally rating these women. It was really fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, man. He's putting them through it. Uh, he's rating them. It was ridiculous. But he puts the camera on one woman and uh, starts talking to her. And then his camera goes blurry mm-hmm. for just like a, a brief moment. Uh, and then he keeps his camera on the picture for like another 10 minutes. And he, he explains this to be paranormal. Um, the, mm. the, it was kind of like a, a stretch. I yeah. Feel. I feel like it was just a, a stretch. They were really reaching for something. Um, <laughs> well, that was the first thing you said. Like, we're watching it and you're like, that's a reach. Yeah, I did say some <laughs> shit like that. I was like, that's a fucking reach. Like, dude, your camera could easily just be trying to like adjust. Like, adjust to the yeah. image. Yeah, absolutely. And he was like, oh, it didn't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because he tries to debunk it. I mean, it, cool, but it wasn't enough of a glitch in the tech for me to think that it was paranormal like if that blurred out and then he lost all power Mm -hmm. and like the battery was drained then Mm -hmm. that would have been like whoa that's some shit but eh, maybe it was just some adjusting so for sure skimpy and that's right when he sees the face though right so he he, we're in this hallway and of course he's being recorded by aaron and nick and zach's looking over towards aaron and his eyes just kind of shoot off to the side and he's like whoa and like he sees he claims to see uh a face a full apparition of a face and he says it had like this bluish tone Mm -hmm. to it um we don't capture it they zoom in on zach's face on this moment so you can kind of see how quickly his eyes react to what he believes he saw um so it kind of supports that maybe something was there but again it would have been really cool for us to see uh, a face an apparition like that yeah yeah the last line was that aaron line oh (laughs) so during the investigation i i put this under skimpy scares only because it was happening during the investigation um it was just really funny because aaron's trying to be a little more provoking and he asks more questions now throughout the investigation he's he's making he's staking his claim as an investigator and not just an audio visual tech right so his questioning is kind of it's not as uh as extreme as zach's but he's trying and he goes, we're just city folk. <laughs> come to come and show us uh, how the cow or come and show us what a cowboy can do. And then he kind of stops. He's like, did I just say that? <laughs> like, yes, Aaron, you just said you're city folk and you want the cowboys to come show you what they can do. That's interesting. That's hilarious. <laughs> but it, it was just a funny little moment and that tends to happen in the investigation there's always a little bit of comedy sprinkled in oh yeah um so that's enjoyable but i think that was it for the skimpies yeah that's all i had 
Excellent. So let's break down some honorables. Yeah. Kick it off, girl. The first one I have is uh, <laughs> Leroy's mullet. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about Leroy. Leah uh, met, uh, described him beautifully. <laughs> but we left out the fact that he has an immaculate mullet. I was saving it for the honorables. It's an honorable <laughs> haunt. Number one, for sure. Just yeah, Chef's man, kiss. he is all <laughs> cowboy in the front and I guess party in party the back. In the back. <laughs> party in the back of the saloon. <laughs> but it was pretty great. So Leroy's mullet for sure deserves a place on honorable haunts. It'll haunt us for a really long time. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but as soon as we go in there, um, we actually get some good stuff in the birdcage. A lot of noises mm-hmm. uh, that we actually pick up on both EVP and video audio. Um, I think they kind of kick off with some noises coming from uh, the stagecoach area, the hearse, hearse, right? So um, that was really cool. I think it was more of like a tapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had a knock. Um, And I think it was Zach who was like, do you remember Dwight? And then they got like a EVP that said, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, Mm. so that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that Craig EVP comes when the guys or Zach kind of lays in a, a stand up coffin like he stands into oh, yeah, a yeah, coffin yeah, that's, that's right. right by the stagecoach and he's like whose coffin was this and then we actually get an EVP response uh and it's Craig, Craig. it's like oh <laughs> which is just kind of funny because you're <laughs> oh hey man that's craig's hey, that's man, craig's that's coffin craig's that was craig's you should probably get out of that he's gonna need that later <laughs> oh, i just think that's hilarious yeah. um but still honorable because it was an intelligent response to what he's asking in the moment um so that was really cool to hear um one thing that we put on the list was uh i wrote it as zach's goosies because <laughs> zach got some major goosebumps oh yeah um, but that is i i think that that's legit because it's tangible like you can see it you can see the hair on his arm standing up you can see his goosebumps like his body is definitely picking up on some kind of energy yeah. that is around and uh i mean we've experienced it <laughs> that is very real oh yeah no it's true um it, And I think now when they say, oh, I got the chills or, oh, I got the goosebumps, because now that we personally have experiences that reflect that, I'm a little I'm I'm a little more bought into that. All right. So, yeah, those were really good um, goosebumps and EVPs. Uh, And as mentioned, we get a lot of really good noises in this episode. And one of them uh, happens to be some footsteps. And some of the first footsteps that we hear are right around Black Mariah, the stagecoach slash hearse uh, that are that's in the birdcage. And a lot of interesting things happen around that stagecoach. But the the footsteps are the first ones, I think, that we really. Yeah. Or the second one. The second thing that we really capture. Yeah. Um, and I made a note around this point in time because it's Nick and Zach that are out there investigating at this this point in time. And Aaron is at Nerve Center, right? Yes, Aaron's at Nerve. Okay. And I just made a note that like Nerve Center has yes. been upgraded. There's yeah. like three TVs. It's not like a shitty little CR. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, CRV. Oh. Our RCA uh, TV. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> like it's not just a bubble TV. Like now we got flat screens. Flat screens. Three, three of them. Instead of one little like fucking five inch yeah, black man. and white. And, and we're just. 
<laughs> and we're just in season two. I made the same note. Yeah, I was very impressed. Nerve Center is moving on up. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, it's still got a ways to go to get to the Nerve Center that we currently have. Mm-hmm. But this is a really good place to be. Three screens is pretty solid. It's so cool to see them evolve. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Anyways, um, there was another really great EVP that we got on this one. So Nick and Zach are hanging out at the poker table and um, they're shooting guns again, aren't they? Yeah, they're sitting there. Yes. And they're shooting guns again. I think it's mostly Nick this time. And then they hear someone behind them like say really loud like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. It was really it was good. Awesome. It was probably one of the best pieces, in my opinion. Yeah. Just because, like, when watching it, you hear it with your own ears. Yeah. Um, and you see the guys get really freaked out, and they're like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah they they instantly reach out to aaron to confirm if it was him and of course aaron's hanging out in nerve center so he's like no bro i didn't say anything um but they hear the no and of course like bethany mentioned they're shooting that that those blanks again and um before that they're trying just to kind of antagonize and then they start shooting like say something now pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and then they get that no so it was a really cool chain of events Something that I made note of um, is Nick's face. Like, he looks so fucking fascinated. Like, he's Mm -hmm. super, like, excited, but he's trying to tune in. And you can tell just by the look on his face. And they hear multiple voices. Because, again, they're still at that poker table Mm -hmm. area. Um, We hear multiple voices. And Nick is just seriously focused in, trying to tune in, absolutely fascinated And I love it because you really get to see the difference in their personalities in these moments. Uh, Because Zach (laughs) turns into an absolute and complete TV personality like showman. And he starts speaking with like super uh, like so much conviction. He's like, this is how we get evidence. Yeah. You know? And yeah. he starts talking directly into the camera like, this is what you do. Yeah, you know, become yeah. wear their clothes, use these trigger objects. And Nick is in the back, just just not even paying attention to Zach in the slightest. And, yeah. And he's just trying to find more ghosts. Well, yeah, man, because you hear all these disembodied voices around you and it's like these non-living entity entities sounding like they're living and yeah zach 100 percent turns on for the show and nick's like what the fuck is happening uh it was a really cool moment they capture some other evps in that moment um they also get a come here uh captured at the poker table which was really cool I know that we've talked before and if you uh, in regards to like get outs and and, you know, go away and all that kind of stuff. But come here is, is another one where it's I'm just not interested. No, no, I'm not getting closer. I'm just nope, nope, nope. Don't like it. But they but we get to hear that on uh, EVP. So that was really cool. So once we get those voices, uh, Nick and Zach are like, all right, we're done. They head back to Nerve Center and Zach being Zach and Aaron being Aaron, right? Their dynamic kicks up and Zach looks over at Aaron. He's like, all right, buddy, we're going to send you in. Because what does he say? You have a special gift. Yeah, yeah. He (laughs) says you have a great gift of attracting them. Yes. And Aaron's like, I don't want to go. And Zach's like, I don't care. Go. (laughs) 
<laughs> in a nutshell, that's exactly what happens. Aaron makes his way over to the stagecoach area. And Zach is being ridiculous. He's like, get under the stagecoach. <laughs> And Aaron's like, I hate you, bro. I hate you. Um, but of course he does it. He gets under the stagecoach. Um, he asks like one or two questions and he actually feels something tug at his shirt. Now we don't capture any type of orb or anything in the moment. No EMF, no EVP. Um, but it's just funny and in the honorables because again, we love Aaron uh, and we feel for him being put in these situations, but his reactions are golden. And that's why Zach does it like we know when you put Aaron in there it's gonna be instantly like whoa bro and it was a really great whoa bro moment it's total ratings gold <laughs> yeah he's like bro bro no uh bro <laughs> i felt something bro dude dude bro no way <laughs> no way bro uh and it's funny because as aaron's like yelling all these things like nick and zach are looking at each other like, <laughs> like they're just loving this uh torture that they're putting aaron through but it's funny for the audience and aaron does get some really good shit when he's by himself like he really, does. he really does attract it's because at this point he has the highest level of fear right so he 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 pulls in some good evidence so thanks aaron for all your yeah and he really hard work. is just so fun to watch he's so pure and sweet and, and <laughs> we, we love aaron love watching him get attacked by ghosts <laughs> <laughs> we love aaron yeah. after that they call aaron on back uh to nerve center and his response is sounds like a good idea <laughs> he heads that way and then the guys go back to set up static night vision cameras where they had all their x cameras mm -hmm. to see if they can pick up some things and we do actually get uh and uh, some really good things at the 16 minute mark uh, of the static vision we actually get another voice a disembodied voice come through unable to make up the words um i believe or if if we were i didn't make a note of it <laughs> i think that we found out what the words were maybe later when we in the post investigation yeah. okay um and then at the 32 minute mark there was a mysterious light and this one was really cool because there's no uh, light source in the room. Of course, everything's uh, pitch dark and it almost looks like, I guess the best way to describe it is like when car lights pass by your window or something like that. Like, I don't know how else to describe it, but it was a really cool just flash of light uh, right, right around the poker table. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to describe it. Like yeah. car headlights kind of passing by. Kind yeah, of yeah. Like it, just it a really above, quick. Yeah. So that was really cool. And then an hour into the night static vision camera <laughs> investigation, uh, they get another um, or they capture some breathing, some heavy breathing. Mm -hmm. And then we get some card. It sounds like cards being shuffled, yes. which was really cool, really crystal clear, like the of yeah. the cards. And yeah. it was pretty awesome. So, yeah, that was really cool. And I think that's all I have for honorables. Well, I same here, but I did um I did take note on the post investigation. Um they took their evidence to Dwight Hall to get their evidence analyzed. They went to go get their shit analyzed, all right? All right. Oh my goodness. They're trying to build their reputation, their credibility. They just want answers. 
So they go to Dwight motherfucking Hall. <laughs> All right. And he gives it to him. And he gives him the answers. <laughs> there was a moment, though, where Dwight was like, it's not gold standard, but it's good evidence. Ooh. And I was like, fuck you, Dwight. Where you at now, bitch? Where you at now? <laughs> 25 seasons later, where you at now? Gold <laughs> standard, my ass. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, can you tell which side we ride for? <laughs> G-A all the way. But they took some good stuff and things that we didn't hear um, in the investigation piece. Yeah. We got to hear with Dwight. Um, of course, they played him the shuffling of the cards and yeah. he was like, that's class A. That's mm-hmm. class A for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, Duh, Dwight. We know that, Dwight. <laughs> we know. We've been knowing. Uh, and then I think the one that we don't hear during the episode um or during the investigation is the two voices the uh someone's here right oh yeah oh my god and Zach got such a boner for this such one. a boner <laughs> so they uh go over the evp and you hear like heavy breathing and then you hear someone say like someone's here and then you hear the second person like I'd be real upset about <laughs> that. Like real upset. So Zach is like, "Did we just capture two spirits having sex?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Zach, you need to quit it. You need to fucking quit it. Like, you need God, a cool shower, it. dude. You need, really? <laughs> you need to bring it Chill down. The fuck out, bro. Oh my God. So they're all convinced they captured an EVP of a couple yeah. getting it, getting a freaking AK on. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the soil doves getting her. Uh, <laughs> nightly pays her nightly dues um but yeah and dwight is like yeah makes sense you know if you got it over by the cabins or by the bird cages and that's where they captured the evp Mm -hmm. he was like that could very well be Mm -hmm. what that is and it's kind of crazy i guess that would be a part of the residual energy for sure of that location yeah absolutely Uh, so that one was that was cool it was it was a good piece of evidence i think it was honorable for sure but zach just got a total chub for it it was just really funny to watch i love that i love that and i think that wraps the skimpies and the honorables there's only one more thing to really talk about with this episode and you know it's going to be the fashions. <laughs> Zach's fashion for us. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind was like the, the Western music. <laughs> now picture this. Zach walking down a dirt road in tombstone making his way to the bird cage wearing <laughs> uh, a, a t-shirt with the outlaw silhouette of a cowboy on it with the words <laughs> one more round <laughs> nice he is so in theme and again we've mentioned he does this i think he really does Mm -hmm. a great job Mm -hmm. him his costume designer whoever the hell this person is that helps zach put all this shit together really put the thought into it yes yes chef claps snaps to find a shirt with a cowboy silhouette that says one more round as he's walking down tombstone where multiple people have been shot (laughs) it's fucking epic 
it was an epic shirt and it was really nice to see that in the beginning scenes of the episode hot (laughs) (laughs) but what really got my goat (laughs) was the belt buckle with the long horn Squatching hot belt buckle. Huge. Huge. Belt buckle. It was epic, yes. Longhorn. It was nice. It was nice. Real shiny. And it, the, the longhorn was like a, a cutout. It wasn't like a, on like a print or something. Like yeah. It was a cutout. I don't know. Cutout shape. It was yeah. really cool. Um, and then, of course, his jeans. Jinkos. 100%. <laughs> Only the best for Zachary Baggins. <laughs> Man, I can't even tell what his leg shape is. They're so big. I, and I feel like it's because he skips leg day. Like, I I don't think I've ever seen Zach's legs. I don't. I haven't. Have you? I don't think I have either. I've never seen Zach's legs. But he does start wearing tighter pants later. Like he once, does. Once the Jinko phase goes out, you know. But they're still not like, they're not skinny jeans. Thank goodness. I'm oh, okay no, with no. that. Yeah. But still, it's like, what they are you hiding? a little more fitted. Yeah. Like, what are you hiding? You know, your little toothpick legs because you spend all day on your arms. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I once watched a YouTube video where Zach did his workout routine. <laughs> did he work out his legs? He did. Okay. He did work All out right. his legs. All right. Well, I don't want to know why you was just watching YouTube videos of Zach getting sweaty, but <laughs> you do you. Hey, Aaron showed up later and they had lunch. Okay? Oh, that's like, nice. It was just a video. Like a about, day in, like the, a life day in of, the life of okay. Zach. All yeah. right. Well, I can support that. Okay. All right. All I'm right. not just watching Zach. Get sweaty. Even though I made it sound that way. <laughs> Eating cookies watching Zach work out. I'm getting fatter while I watch Zach get buffed. Is- <laughs> so he, hot. He sweats for me. Well, there's that mystery solved. Uh, so if you can't get hold of Bethany, you watching know what she's Zach. doing. Workout on YouTube, but a, a really cool thing also in the episode, the guys do this uh, many times in the future, where they actually dress up and kind of participate in the environment. So there's a scene where everyone's in Western gear: Zach, Nick, Aaron, a couple other guys that I don't know, um, and they reenact a gunfight in the middle of the road, and it was really cool. Um, but of course they enjoyed wearing the cowboy hats and, and, you know, the long dusters and very Western, very cool to see. So that was cool. Yeah. I love when they do that shit too. I love, and yeah, the whole reenactment with the guns and everything, it just looks like so much fun, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. I would love to go out there and just like shoot a fake gun at some bitches <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, no, they have a good time for sure. Of course, Zach also during the investigation rocks a red bandana, oh, I loved it. I loved um, bandana. all black in the investigation, which we've discussed before. But then he has that splash of red in the bandana <laughs> and it's real cute. Yeah. At the very end, uh, me and Leah flipped when we saw Zach in a Ghost Adventures crew sweatshirt it said gac and it had that little silhouette of a coffin on it and i want it so fucking bad this is now a t-shirt yeah (laughs) a sweater sweater and like a jacket there was a bomber jacket i think so yeah i have yet to find any of these items (laughs) 
so if anybody, anybody, can you hear me? Is anybody alive out there that could get their hands on a fucking GA <laughs> fucking shirt, sweater, bomber jacket? I really just want one. Me too. They're so to. cool. Uh, yeah, that was fun. And then post investigation, we get a little zaddy action. <laughs> He's keeping it real simple. And I think that's why I was like, all right, I'm not mad at this. He's wearing just a real simple baseball cap. Of course, it has some weird fucking design on it yeah. that I can't make out. It's like a gray black hat with like a white mm -hmm. jizz stain on it. I don't know what the <laughs> yeah, fuck it is. Yeah. And then a GA. A tasteful jizz stain. <laughs> a very tasteful artsy jizz stain right in the corner of the hat. And then a GAC shirt, um, which is just classic. And and, uh, and no complaints. So yeah. total zaddy moment. Zada. 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 <laughs> and that's all I had for the fashion. Yeah, that. me too. That My was goodness. It. This one went so quick. Yeah, it was actually a good episode. Like, kind of when watching it, I felt like, oh, this one's kind of lackluster. They're really reaching. But then after recapping, I was like, you know what? That was a pretty good episode. Yeah. No. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, Birdcage was good. Um, so I guess that means it's time to rate it. Let's rate that baby. Oh, man. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I, ha go first? I know what I'm, I'm going to give it already. You want to go at the same time? Okay. All right. Ready? One, One two, two, three, three. three. Oh! <laughs> dude bro i felt it i was too, like yeah, we're gonna have the same one yeah we're gonna have the same one that's fucking awesome bro we are so simpatico <laughs> i love you <laughs> but three claws three um and i think claws. that's still really solid we got some really good evidence um a little more skimpies in this episode than the last episode we're coming down from magnolia plantation that was just 100 percent epic so mm -hmm. this was you know i think it makes sense about 75 percent epic <laughs> yeah they do that and that's a yeah. pattern that we've noticed throughout the years is like they'll shell out like with a huge mm -hmm. awesome incredible episode and then after that just you know that it, there's going to be a little bit of a shittier episode yeah after that yeah and they have like this kind of pattern to keep you interested i think so yeah back. but I, I i think this one was like a solid three like oh a for sure hard three yeah uh it wasn't awful there were some skimpies but there were there was also a lot of really good evidence and some really funny entertaining yeah. great zach nick aaron like uh, moments with all of them all that of them were absolutely fantastic so it, it kept me engaged, <laughs> kept me excited, <laughs> <laughs> kept me wanting more. Yeah. Yeah, no. So three claws. Look at us. Yeah, that's good. I think that might also be what, like, no, I think maybe we've matched before. We've matched before. Okay. But only like once. Once. Okay. Yeah. So it's rare. So I'm glad it worked out in Birdcage for yeah, us. Yeah. Awesome. A, good one. Uh, a great episode. Great history, haunts, and fashions. But I think we need a little ritual. Baby sister. Let's clean this baby. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the south. Powers of fire and feeling. Hear us. Big breath in. Deep breath out. You're cleansed. All right. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's fucking party. Ow, 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 ow. Well, this was a lot of fun. Heck yeah, it is. It's always a lot of fun. And we <laughs> hope you come back to keep having more fun with Ow. us. But that's, you know, the episode for today. Mm -hmm. I'm Bethany. And I'm Leah. And we're signing off with two besitos. From these putitos. Peace.
That's a wrap. We're so cool. <laughs> We're gonna make it after all.